Welcome to the Central Alabama High School Sports Show podcast brought to you by Andrew Sports Medicine, Lander Frost, Hamburger Heaven, Huffman Electric, and State Farm. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to this week's exciting podcast. On this week's show, we've got two outstanding coaches, Brett Huber of the Vestavia Rebels and Tim Vakakis of the Jackson Olin Mustangs. We'll have them, they're outstanding athletes, and guess what? They're in the house! The community features a world-class resort and spa. The amazing Robert Trent Jones Trail Golf Course. Miles of historic trails. And the whole family loves the pool at Ross Park. Now, are we going to have to watch your vacation slides all night? This was supposed to be a party. Well, this isn't my vacation. I live here. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound daily pouch, now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet, turkey, and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including deli shaved bristro and sub sandwich kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine and orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons, we have spine surgeons, we have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery, and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making. That gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive, and we're not gonna lose against their illness or their injury. And folks, welcome back. And as we were talking about earlier, we've got an outstanding track coach tonight, uh, Brett Huber of Vestavia Hills High School. And Coach, awfully good to see you again. Thanks, Napa. And I know, um, I don't know exactly how many, because I was um, involved in the Vestavia program for 17 years myself, but you've been there longer. Tell us a little bit about your background, especially for people that may be seeing you the first time, uh, how you got to Vestavia, how long you've been there. Well, Snapper, it's great to be here, um, and my career is a blessing, so I love to share with people about it. Uh, I started out uh, coming from East Tennessee in Knoxville, and I uh, came down to Gardnell for my first uh, job and career, so I coached there for six years, and then met Coach Anderson uh, at an Auburn coaching clinic, 
and then um, he brought me over uh, when Liberty Park Elementary just started, like for the first time. Um, and so started there in 99, and then so I'm still rolling and coaching these uh, Rebels. Well, as a matter of fact, talking about the year uh, 99, 98 was the championship football season. Mm -hmm. 99 was when they brought me in the year afterwards. And uh, I was there for uh, 17 years and uh, enjoyed every minute of it. Vestavia is a special place. And I know you've done an outstanding job there through the years. And, and being there this long, Coach, talk about the, the athlete back then and the athlete now. Uh, is the, are there any differences to me? Um, the main difference that I see, and you may see something else, is uh, this electronic age that's come along because the athletes have changed right along with it. But, but talk about that evolution of the athletes in your career there. Well, it's interesting. There's a lot of um, observations to make, but um, but what's neat about our sport? There's all this technology you can use as runners, but it it still doesn't change what we do. You got to work hard every day, train uh, well to be successful, and against competition or your own goals that you set. Um, so technology has been a good thing, but uh, for our sport, um, it's just always facing you. You know, just like a drill sergeant, okay, and we're going to train today, what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> and that, that's the way distance running is. Um, but so what I've seen, which is a neat thing, is um, it takes, takes a lot of effort um, and um, commitment for the kids to do what they do as distance runners, uh, you know, training for a 5K race uh, in a season. Well, I tell you what, folks, and you may not think about it, but a track coach's uh, job at any high school is a little bit different from most other coaches because your job entails three seasons in one. You have your uh, fall, winter, and spring athletes, and you run different ways, like we've got cross country now here in the fall. Then in the winter, you run a little bit indoor, and then you have the spring. So there, there's no such thing as a break for a track coach, is there? Uh, there's not, uh, and, and actually these uh, athletes we'll talk to tonight, um, they're super committed in, in that sense because the summer, they do summer training for cross country, um, but they have three seasons, so they're, you know, if we're always working, they're always working also, um, so they put a lot of work in throughout the year. Uh, coach, talk about the, the scheduling. One, I guess if you're like the other coaches and other sports, and I, I think you probably are, are you the one that, that schedules all of your meets and that kind of thing, who you're going to be, what meets you're going to be going in, who you'll be going against. Do you do that? I do. Um, it, the head coach is a neat position because um, at the end of the day, you, you make all those decisions. But as we all know in companies and different things that you do, um, I get counsel from our coaches before I put schedules mm -hmm. together. Um, we know what worked well for athletes last year. We talked to athletes, and so um, so it's a it's a group effort. But at the, at the end of the day, yes. And, and uh, talk about your sport in uh, as ac uh, athlete activity. You know, um, we talk about the big three. We'd call them baseball, basketball, and football. But you've got other sports that uh, that kids love to compete in, and and uh, but. All these sports take athletes. And so how have you seen that involvement, um, especially in the last um, 10 or 15 years when I've seen more young women in, in track, just like the guys, but that's, that's their sport for the most part. That's their favorite sports. And so how have you seen that? Has the athlete, has your sport had a lot of athletes through the years? Mm -hmm. Well, um, what's neat to say about our program is, um, but it has grown almost every year um, to whatever percentages, but it seems to keep growing. Uh, never from 25 to 50 kind of thing, but it, it, it does grow, so that's been encouraging. Um, but in track, we have so many things going on. It's sort of like a three-ring circus because we have a distance group, then we have a jumper group, then we have hurdles, we have throwing. Mm -hmm. And so we have multi-sport athletes come and go from other sports into our track seasons, and then we have um, distance runners, sometimes distance runners actually do other sports and then they'll come back to us for, you know, spring or this and that. Um, but so there, you name it, whatever way you think you can do track, we have athletes doing that. Well, the one thing that, that I would be a, a little bit interested in how you handle it and how you approach it is the indoor season. Now, the indoor season, you don't have as much competition because when the weather really gets bad, there aren't that many, what, two or three facilities in the whole state? Yeah. That, Mainly right now it's one, um, and then you can go out of state. 
So, so there's a lot of traveling involved if you don't go to the Crossplex right. in Alabama. Well, uh, does your program, do you get a chance to go out of state much during the winter season? Well, when I first started, um, what most of the coaches did for a lot of the programs, we would go to LSU and Arkansas and Virginia and East Tennessee. Um, but anyway, when the Crossplex was built, most of us did the opposite. Now people are coming here right. to compete against us, so you know, there's no need to travel because it's such a great facility. And, and at the end of the day, for, for our kids and coaches, um, if they're at their homes, able to study, not on the road, you know, because we're not in college, right. it's, a, it's a much better fit than traveling. Because traveling, really, it, it affects your training, it affects uh, the homework they do, and you just can't get the hours back. And, and their hours are very tight uh, for most of the schedules that they run. Well, is it true also that, uh, and it would make sense if it is, that, that you have less events in the in the winter season is that correct right. yeah and and then but like you said when you have them you have them at the best this is the number one facility in the state what yeah. they used to call that other one great oh great barn or um the barn the barn yeah where yeah. uh you had what meets you did have or most of yeah, them and it, was, it was exactly the same that we have now except it was on a wooden track um and yeah. and then the inside of the track was elevated about two feet off the ground and so it was really different. Um, well, we've only got a minute or two left in our segment, Coach. And I, as, as we talk about it, I want you to tell us a little bit about this year's team, how you expect them to be in this fall season, and then what you're looking at in the winter and the spring, maybe for, for the outlook for you. Well, this is a fun team. group to talk about this year, but um, the guys uh, finished up third last year. And so we, we had a great season. Um, you know, season could have gone this way or that way, and we were really close maybe to, to getting the one. Um, but so we've uh, lost one state champion senior, so that's hard to replace. Uh, right. But uh, this this team, this is one of the deepest teams we've had um, in, in since our last championship run. So we're excited about um, the work they've done and, and the chance they have this season. Uh, we just finished uh, second last weekend. The girls um, have been one of the top ten teams in the state um, in the last three or four years, every year. And so this year we're looking forward to, for them to be up there. Well, I tell you what, first of all, it's awfully good to see you again. And I wish you all the luck in the world because your, your sports, like everybody else, you're, you're in it to win championships and be the best you can be. But other than that, I know your, your job is you want to see these young kids grow not only on their track endeavors, but uh, getting ready for life after school right. and high school as well. But good to see you, Coach. Good luck. And maybe you can get a championship we'll or two see. or three yeah. uh, before the year's over with. But awfully good to see you. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to be visiting with four athletes that will play a big part in what kind of cross-country season that Stavia has this year. We'll be right back. You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also visit us on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe to our platforms. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a sponsor, please email us at castbshow321 at gmail.com. The community features a world-class resort and spa, the amazing Robert Trent Jones Trail Golf Course, miles of historic trails, and the whole family loves the pool at Ross Park. Now, are we going to have to watch your vacation slides all night? This was supposed to be a party. Well, this isn't my vacation. I live here. Ooh. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky! Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today. And folks, welcome back. As you can see, I got four outstanding young rebel athletes, uh, two males, two females sitting closest to me, Bryce Hutchison, a senior, Bryce is John Ingram, a junior, and then we got Mary Griffin Lytle, a senior, and 
Eden Robinson, also a singer, right? All right. Now, uh, guys and girls, as we get into this, uh, first of all, Bryce being a senior, is track the only sport that you participate in? Well, track and cross country, yes. Yeah, but all in, it's a track, uh, so you haven't played any of the other sports. How long have you been running track? Uh, since seventh grade, I did. I started track in eighth grade, but really? I've been running since seventh grade. And, and I know that, that uh, because of grandkids that run track, um, I know that the cross country and the indoor and the outdoor spring season, which season is a favorite for you? I probably do the best in cross, so I have to say cross. Really? Same. But track is less stressful, I guess. Yeah, okay. It, it's, to me, it's, a, um, it's, it's almost an obstacle course because you never know what mm -hmm. the terrain or what kind of things you're going through. But I know it's a, it's a challenge for, for you athletes. Uh, John, um, being a um, junior, do you participate in any other sports? No, sir. Just and, track and cross country. Okay. So... Uh, did you run all three seasons? Yes, sir. And I guess you too, Bryce. Y'all yes, run all three seasons. So um, th that's what uh, I was talking with Coach about. That makes you athletes a little bit unique because most of the other guys, they may play one or two sports. Very few of them would run, play three sports, which would take up their entire year, like baseball, football, and basketball. But in y'all's case, year-round sport. And um, uh, Mayor Griffith will, will ask you, Senior, so is, is this is track the only sport you participate in? Yes, sir. I've really? done it since seventh grade. The seventh grade, okay. Now, what is it that turned you on to track? What do you enjoy about it? So um, I think it's really just everyone who does it. Like, you build friendships. I mean, you're running two hours a day with these people, and so you get to know them so well, and like all of them are so nice. And so, well, uh, cross country, indoor, outdoor, do you have a favorite season? Does it matter? I'd say cross-country is really my favorite Really do you enjoy too, that yes. too? Yes. Uh, well, let me ask you this first. Uh, because I often wonder, I'm, I've asked my granddaughter about this. What in the world are you thinking about when you're running over the hill and up the dale and through, you know, the mud puddle and you go a little crack? Uh, but uh, what do you do? Do you try to stay focused or do you let your mind wander on something you like? What is it you do to, that um, helps you keep going? I either I try to think about the finish line and finishing and say like oh I only have this many minutes left or sometimes I'll just like think of a song and try to like zone out. Okay. Now even uh, let me ask you this question. Uh, like a, a cross country run, are they all generally the same amount of time or do they vary? They're all generally around the same amount of time. It depends if you have a better race or a bad day, um, but they're all within a minute of each other. Well, and it may be better to ask you, um, do, uh, are they all a certain length, like so many miles? Yes, they're all at 3.1 miles. So okay, now then that sort of helps out. And I never asked Ellie <laughs> that question, so just uh, 3.1 miles. So how many years, uh, here you are, uh, senior, how many years you've been running track? I started in seventh grade. Really? So y'all are y'all what I would call veterans, right? Yes. All right. Now, the one thing I love to ask athletes, and uh, it, they're probably a little different for a track athlete, so I'm sort of curious to, to what you might say. Uh, a lot of athletes I've talked with, uh, athletes are unique in that, that we're superstitious. Sometimes we think we've got to do this, we've got to do that the same way, we've got to do this or that or the other, or we're not going to be successful in what we do. Now, with that thought in mind, Bryce, do you have any superstitions or do you just go out there and run for fun? I mean, I used to have socks I would wear on every race day, but normally it's just I, you know, eat the things that are smart and just I try to be smart about it. I don't have any, I guess, weird traditions. Do, do, that I well, do you have a, um, I don't know exactly how to put this, do, do you have a, a strategy like th that you like to use? In other words, um, are you going to go all out to start with, or are you going to sort of lay back and, and then toward the end make your run? What's your, what, what's your plan? Um, I mean, obviously I have to go fast at the start just to get out ahead because my big problem used to be I'd always get cut off by people that would, that would slow down like, you know, half a mile in and I would be trapped. So I just get out quick, and then I just try to leach on to someone I know I should be running with, right? And just stick with them the whole race. Try yeah, to well, because like you said, if you don't if you don't set a pace that's mm -hmm. good, you you're you're going to drop out of that lead pack or so. So you got yeah. to you got to have your own uh, way of doing that. 
Um, John, how about you? Do you have a strategy that you use, or are you just when they hit that gun, you off and run? Yes, sir. I usually go out really fast and try to make the first mile really count to get out ahead of everybody. And then that second mile, I usually slow up a little bit and just try to hang on to that lead pack. And then third mile, I usually just give it everything I've right, got left. Right. Do you have any superstitions? Or? Yes, sir. I always I have a shirt just like Bryce is wearing. I wear that every race day. I have a pair of socks I wear that I've worn since freshman year. I eat the same peanut butter sandwich every morning before every race. Oh my goodness! Yes, sir. I, I've got I've got some news for y'all in just a minute about that when, when, when we're finished talking with our young ladies because I can't wait to see what kind of superstitions y'all might have. Miss <laughs> uh, MG, do you have anything? Um, well, I think as far as strategy goes, during the race I usually try to pick one person that I want to stay with, um, maybe a little bit faster than me, and I just try to stay with them. Um, superstition. Well, no, wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Yes. Excuse me if you're up there. Is that a teammate that you're that, um, it's, yes, it's, it's usually a teammate, someone from our team. Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. All right, then the other. Um, I eat spaghetti every night before a race, track, cross country, indoor, outdoor. Always spaghetti. <laughs> There's no saying spaghetti makes me ready. <laughs> no, okay, Aiden, how about you? Um, for strategy, I kind of do the same. I normally pick a teammate, and I set a goal, and I say I want to stay with this person, and I stay with that. And um, for su superstitions, um, I wear the same pair of socks for every race. I've done it since eighth grade. I wash them. Don't worry. <laughs> That's um, nice. But, and then I eat the same um, dinner and breakfast. I eat spaghetti and peanut butter toast. Okay. I got something to tell you, athletes, about those superstitions. They don't do a bit of good. Let me tell you why. Guess why you win or lose. It's your talent. But, I mean, I understand. But it, when you think about it, how foolish we are to think that something's going to help us. And as long as mentally it does, it's a good thing, Right. Well, let me ask you, and we'll start, we'll work this way uh, this time, and we'll start with you, Eden. Uh, what, um, uh, what are, is there any certain team, or do you have individual, like in your sport, do you have more uh, uh, teams that you'd like to, to race against, or individuals that you might know from somewhere else that you'd look forward to that meet, because you're going to, or that team, because you're going to run against them? How did it work for you? Oh, well, most races, we see the same teams, like we run against the same teams in most races, if it's an in-state, um, but I have like a favorite race course, which is Jesse Owens. It's like, it's normally a fast course for some, for people, and um, I always like get one of my PRs on that course. Oh, so. okay. Uh, how about you, uh, MJ, where, where do you like? Where's my favorite course? MG. <laughs> yeah, are, are there, is there a favorite place that you like to run, or is there someone you know on a school team when you play that team that oh, you look forward to that? Um, I wouldn't say there's not a favorite course that I have. I think I like when it's raining. I don't know why. <laughs> but well, you like whenever, here, like, whenever it's bad conditions, I usually tend to do well. So really? <laughs> that's okay. the opposite of a lot of people. Well, you, well, maybe so. You never can. So you just like do a bad weather runner, right? Better than bad weather. Uh, how about you, uh, John? Uh, Weather-wise, I, I used to live in Philadelphia, so cold weather is probably my biggest thing. Like, other people don't tend to do very well in the cold, but that's probably one of my strengths. And then Jesse Owens, like she was saying, is oh, a great okay. horse, which okay. I Okay. Ross, how about you? Uh, on the contrary, I hate Jesse, but I do really well at Spain Park because no one else likes Spain Park. <laughs> so I like Spain Park. And so you use that to your advantage, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, the one thing that, um, that uh, I wanted to ask to, uh, is when you get ready for a meet, is in your mind, is it as much mental as it is physical? How, how do you attack that part? I think of it's it? more mental than physical. Really? Because, I mean, if you think, you know, my stomach's hurting, you're gonna, it's gonna hurt. Whereas if you just try to get past it mentally, you know, you can usually run through it. It's not as bad as you make it seem in your own mind. Well, one, one question I wanna ask you, uh, uh, athletes, before we get uh, away from here, is there a um, situation where you have fallen so far behind, you never think you would catch up, but then you've actually did really done uh, 
come a long way in the race. John, is there a situation like that for you? Yes, sir. I had a race my freshman year where we went to Mobile and ran this <laughs> track race. And we it was the mile, and I fell probably 200 meters back behind where I should have been. And I thought for sure there was no way I was coming back. Like, it was just a bad day. And then somehow I just hung on and came back and happened to get a PR that race. So you just got to know, like, you can never give up because you can recover. Well, about the last question I got, it's a curiosity question, is I know y'all are good at two things, one in the classroom and one running. Now, what I want to know, and we'll start with you, uh, Eden, is what do you do to relax to, when you have some downtime? You don't have a lot of it, but what do you like to do to relax? Um, I like to listen to music a lot. I like to just like, sometimes I like to just go and get in my car and just drive and like, put the windows down and listen to music. <laughs> yeah, I know you got in the car. You didn't run or nothing listening to music. Okay. How about you, G? Um, I really like going like out with my friends and getting like ice cream or something and just like sitting and talking with them or playing with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John? Uh, probably just relaxing at my house or maybe getting some friends together, watching some football, that sort of thing. Just really taking a break, I guess, from the craziness of school and running. Okay. Bryce? I just sort of spend time with friends in any way I can. You know, I'll play games with them. We'll go watch movies, like okay. just just hanging around other people. Okay. Last question. To this point in your young life, we'll start with you, Bryce. Who's been the most inspirational person or persons? Hmm. I mean, my my dad has always, you know, always been there for me, and my mom as well. But outside of them, I would say honestly, James Sweeney. Last year, he's been my teammate for like three years, okay. and he's always helped me even when I was hurt. He gave me instructions on some pool running to do and he's always been there for me. He's always pushed me farther than I could ever go on my own. He's always he's always run with me. He's always been there for me. Okay. John? Similar to like what Bryce was saying, I don't really know if it would be like one person in particular, but we had some senior guys last year including James and also Joseph Gilroy, Grayson Holbert, William Tapscott. Really just guys that like when I came in as a freshman I wasn't anywhere close to where I was today, but then just through them like motivating me and helping me keep going, I feel like I improved so much. And even if you were having like an off day, you always had somebody to like pick you back up and keep you going. And then they kept you accountable. So it just helped us like work even harder to like a common goal as a team. Okay. How about you, MG? Um, I think running wise, definitely my middle school coach, Coach Jeff. Um, I started with him and like he would just encouraged me and believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. Um, and so he definitely has a special place in my heart. Okay. How about you? Um, I think my dad has been the most influential person. Um, in seventh grade, um, he like got me into running. He, his New Year's resolution was to run a 5K and so he asked me to do it with him and that's how I got started running. Um, and then ever since then, like when I'm in a race, I really can't hear anyone talking to me except him. I can hear his voice, and he's just always been my cheerleader. So. We're good. Listen, awfully nice to meet y'all. Good luck. Have a great season, okay? Great season. Folks, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We come back, another coach, more athletes. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. Next time you need electrical work, whether it be commercial or residential, you need to call Huffman Electrical Contractors. A company that's been in business for over 35 years, they've served clients not only locally in the Birmingham area and all over the state, but have clients outside the state of Alabama as well. Whether it's a new building or remodeling an older building or home, they can handle the job for you. Once again, that's Huffman Electrical Contractors. The number to call is 205-661-5005. That's 205-661-5005, where at Huffman Electrical Contractors, a satisfied customer is always their number one objective. And folks, welcome back. As you can see, I've got another guest. And 
two outstanding football helmets here. Uh, one representing, or both of them representing an outstanding football team. But first, Tim Vakakis of the uh, Jackson Nolan Mustangs. And uh, Tim, awfully good to see you. Glad uh, to be back. Hope you're doing well. We are. We're doing well. Uh, I know uh, I was asking you off there just a moment ago is, is what you and uh, your team has accomplished thus far early in the season surprised you at all. And you said you're sort of expecting to, to be doing this. We are. You know, it's year six, and we've got guys that have really worked hard, and they've developed themselves into pretty good football players. And, uh, you know, so it doesn't surprise us uh, at all, you know. Well, and, and his team's off to a 3-0 and start this season, and then you play Chelsea this weekend. As, as we, oh, and uh, one person that was, was going to be here, but uh, under the circumstances didn't get to come, and I was looking forward to it, and this is why, of course, is your dad, Jimmy Vakakis, because uh, folks I've known the Vakakis a long time, and way back in Fairfield in those days when Jimmy was the head coach and you were helping him out, and now the roles have flip-flopped, and... Uh, and I always saw, or I thought, uh, Tim, if you landed in the right place, because I knew your ability was there. And, and I've, I've got a simple formula. I've been doing this show for 20 years, and the simple formula is this. You put good athletes with good coaches, most of the time, good things are going to happen. And I know you've been building and working there and working with those young athletes there at uh, Jackson Olin and uh, you and your dad. and. Um, I know it's been a labor of love. I know how much you love the game. I know how much you love what you do. But boy, what, and, and I don't mind saying this, and this is not to embarrass you or, or your players at all, but it does not surprise me the success you guys are having under your leadership. What a great job you've done so far. Well, we, we, you know, we've got a great coaching staff, and we've got guys who have been with us from day one. And, uh, you know, we lost 11 games in a row. Uh, you know, nine our first year <clears throat> and two, uh, the first two of the next year. And so we, we've got guys that uh, that have stuck with it. And, I, you know, I kept telling them, every coach's meeting, just hang in there. Just Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Let's just keep building and it's going to work out. And, you know, we had a couple, two couple years ago, we, you know, we made the playoffs and last year we slipped a little bit, finished six and four. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been building. And, and I, I just feel like if you do the right things the right way on a day-to-day -day basis, good things happen. And, We've got a lot of great kids in our program. Well, and your team's off to a great start this season. And uh, talking about that great start, Coach, tell us, tell me a little bit about this team uh, from the offensive standpoint, defensive and special teams, where you are. Well, it starts on defense with us. You know, we've, uh, it starts on defense. We've got a lot of uh, seniors on that side of the ball who have played a lot of football. And we've got some talented guys over there that, that uh, you know, they really, they really play hard. And it starts with them. And, um, Offensively, you know, we've, we, we've got some youth in spots, but we've got playmakers we feel like can make plays. Uh, it's just our job to get them the ball where they need it, you know, and uh, we've got two seniors on the offensive line who have played a whole lot of football. Our quarterback's a 10th grader, uh, Brandon Tank Ward. Um, you know, he was a freshman last year. He started, and he's got a lot of talent, you know. Um, we just we, we just got to keep him grounded and, and trying to tough him up a little bit, but he's, he's coming on. And, and, you know, special teams-wise, you know, uh, AJ's our punter, and uh, you'll meet in a minute. Uh, we don't really have a kicker yet. Uh, well, we got a 10th grader who's working, trying to get better, and I think in time I think he's going to be okay. But, you know, we, we're trying to kick off the other night for a touchdown. So we've, we've got some guys on special teams that can make some plays. But, um, you know, I, in the big scheme of things, we've got guys who are doing the right things off the field. And I think once that happens, uh, you put that with hard work and talent, you know, I think you got success. You know what, uh, Coach, and I know you and I have talked about this before, and I don't think it's uh, not appropriate to say something about it because I believe you've done a great job at it. When you first got to J.O., I know um, the first time I had you on uh, the show back then, once you became the head coach, you said one of your main objectives was getting the athletes out of the hall and on the football field that you had a lot of athletes or athletic youngsters there that you thought could be some good football players, but hadn't, for lack of a better, uh, better way to put it, fell in love with the game before you got there. And, and talk about that, because I know that's been, that was an important thing for you, and, and I know it, you've helped in that area, getting some of those kids out on that athletic field that before hadn't chose to be there. You know, that, that we, we've had a couple of guys that have come out and helped us, I think, but most importantly, 
uh, what I said we were going to try to do from day one is to keep our kids. You know, for so long out of middle school that were supposed to come to us, they wouldn't go to J.O. for a long, long time. They would go to other places. And uh, that's the first thing I said I was going to do. And I called all the coaches in Birmingham and said, look, you know, I don't, I don't know how many games we're going to win. I can't sit here and tell you that. I have no idea. But I promise you uh, this program is about to be different in terms of just coming and handpicking our kids. And uh, we, we were able to keep our guys. And, you know, you can't build a program if your best handful of players every year are going to another high school. You right. can't, you know, you look up in three years and there's eight or nine kids that should have been in that program that aren't. And uh, we've, we've, we've done a better job of keeping our guys. And I think that's, that's where it starts. We hadn't gone out and looking for people. They, they're in our community. We just, we just kept them. Well, I think, and, and I'm not just going by the uh, first three games that your team has played thus far this year, but I, I think I would be safe to say, uh, this coach, this looks like a definite playoff contending team that you've got on hand. Uh, can you see that? I mean, of course, and I realize uh, you coach your team like other coaches do. What you want to do is you want to improve and peak toward uh, the region games that, that determine whether or not your team uh, will make the playoffs. But it, it looks like uh, that this team is – is like poised to take that next step if that's the right way to sit. Do you sort of well, see Well, you know, it, it, it needs to be, you know, and, but we don't talk about it. You know, we, we've kind of set goals, big, you know, long-term goals, but we don't talk about those goals every day. We talk about each day. And we don't, I don't, you know, I tell them all the time, I don't care who we play. I don't care where we play them. I'm worried about us, you know, and we've got to handle us on a day-to-day basis. Let's get through the day without anybody getting in trouble. Let's get through practice, you know, let's, Let's chop it up and just take it day at a time. And on Friday nights, it'll take care of itself. Are you one of these coaches, and I think you are, but we haven't talked much about that, that the defense is sort of the heart and soul sometimes of a football team because, like you say, if the other team don't score, your team always has a chance. You're always in ball games. That's the importance of that defensive side of the football. And, but it's a, it's a team effort from, from top to bottom, and you've got to have unity not on – within the coaching staff and the players, but within the team. And it seems like that that's headed in the direction that you want it to be in. It is, and like I said, we've got a lot of older guys on defense who have played a lot of football, and you know, right now we're leaning on them, but at the same time, we feel like you know, guys on offense, if they execute, we, you know, we can also score points with people. But uh, we, gotta, we gotta clean a lot up, and I know we've got our hands full tomorrow night with Chelsea. Well, I tell you what, Coach, it's off to a great start. It don't surprise me at all because, I, it's like I said, I knew you had athletes there, but once they got to, to, to buying into what you were selling, it, it seems like the formula you've got is working for you, and that's the most important thing. And then, and then of course, that relationship with you and those kids and the, the, uh, the important part you're playing in their life right now. One, it's great to see you winning, but it's even better to see you have the athletes out there wanting to compete for you. Right. And, and coach, it looks like you're headed in the right direction, that uh, there are bigger goals that you're going to attain in the very near future, I believe. And uh, I'd just like to say all the best of luck to you. Your team's off to a great start. Just want to keep that momentum going, and I know that's the way you feel about it. And I think it looks like there's a playoff team. If the uh, wheels don't come off, and I got a feeling with you as a head coach, wheels aren't going to come off. But barring uh, some kind of serious injury or something like that, you look like not only it's a playoff team, but it's a team that you enjoy being around. It definitely is, and I appreciate y'all having us on. And you know, we, like I said, we got our hands full tomorrow night with Chelsea. Well, I tell you what, once again, awfully good to see you. you and uh, I look forward to seeing you down the road, then continued improvement of your program. But uh, what a great job you've done thus far. And good luck down the road, playoff time in particular. Sure, thank you. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Four youngsters that are very young men, not youngsters, that are very instrumental in the outstanding season that J.O. has had thus far, but it's just really the beginning. We'll be right back. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky. Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound 
Daily Pouch, now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet, turkey, and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including Daily Shave Bristro and Sub Sandwich Kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. And folks, welcome back in this segment. You can tell I got four outstanding young men here that are outstanding football players for the Jackson Oldham Mustangs and have had a great year thus far. 3-0, and you can't get any better than that. But maybe the toughest games are still ahead, guys, and I know y'all all know this, but we're going to introduce them. First off, uh, next to me, Antonio Spencer, uh, senior linebacker. And then Bonte Bentley, he's a senior linebacker as well. A.J. Tony, a senior wide receiver, and uh, David Robinson, a senior running back. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about these guys because they're pretty impressive. First of all, Antonio, you have a, a college offer from Miles College, right? And then, Bonte, you chose Clemson over Alabama, Bama, and LSU. Um, what was the problem? Is this state not good enough? No, I'm kidding. That's great. That's four outstanding colleges. That lets me know that you're an outstanding football player. Clemson, outstanding program. Just not as good as Alabama. They're outstanding. <laughs> and then A.J. Tony And A.J., it's my understanding, Samford, University of um, Tennessee, Chattanooga, uh, Louisiana, Lafayette, Navy, Florida Atlantic, Bowling Green, all courting you, right? Yes, sir. Well, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. And... Uh, you're a wide receiver, senior wide receiver. And finally, David Robinson, uh, senior running back. And, and David, I know there's been some uh, interest in you, but also that um, you are kin to a pretty um, outstanding football player from down on the plains, T.J. Moultrie, right? Yes, uh, a cousin? Yes, well, that's terrific. Now, you hope to be half as good as he is one day, right? <laughs> no, I hope to be better. Yeah. Okay. But listen, guys, uh, first of all, good to see you. Um, so far, an outstanding season. Um, Antonio, does it surprise you at the quick start you off to undefeated? No, it don't surprise me at all. Now, I know that the program has been growing, and you guys have been in uh, uh, coach's uh, system for a while, and, and um, I know he's a pretty stern coach, but uh, – you guys are, are getting to be some pretty good football players. Talk about, and, and um, Antonio, one of the most important aspects of, of a football team is team chemistry. If the chemistry is good, two things can happen. One, you can be the best you can be, and you can be the best you can be as a team. Talk about the chemistry on this team and, and, and what it means to you guys. Uh, our chemistry is real good. We, we do everything together, outside of just football. In school, we help each other. In the halls, in the hallways, we hold account each other accountable for what we do. Okay, now, Vontae, uh, on on that, uh, uh, you've been you've been in the program. How, how many years you've been playing football? Did you start as a freshman. Start playing as a freshman. Yes, sir. Okay, so so you've seen this team improve. Uh, what this being your senior year, and, and you've had an outstanding career thus far. What were, were your expectations, not only for yourself, but for the team as a whole this year? Well, i say that um, we came out, everyone have a goal, so our goal is to win every game. And we win every game, then we know where we'll end up be, being at. So, um, I mean, we worked hard during the summer. Everybody come together to work and trying to get the goal done. So. Okay, now, now AJ, uh, being a senior as well, uh, what were your personal goals for yourself and this team? For myself, just be a better leader than I was last year. Just keep everybody together, keep everybody head focused on the main goal. Don't let everybody just wander off and do their own things. We're, we're one team, so we just need to be together. Okay. And, and David, um, running back, uh, I always like to ask athletes, like, they have favorite college or pro players that if you could be just like that one, who, who would that running back be for you? I'd say Le'Veon Bell. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Now, if you just half that good, you know you're going to be pretty special, right? Yes, sir. All right, let me ask you this, guys, and, um, and we'll head back this way. So we'll start with you, David. Um, 
I know two things happen for athletes. One, you you have to be good in the classroom because if you don't make it to the classroom, you don't get to the football field. And two, you've got to be a pretty doggone good player, give it all you got to be the best you can be. So that's a pretty tough schedule, right? So what I want to know, and we'll start with you, David, you've got to do something to relax and unwind and take some of that pressure off. What do you do to loosen up some during the week? I like to play Fortnite a lot. <laughs> you do? Yeah. You, you good? Uh, I want to say I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not the best. I'm not the best. <laughs> well, that's all right. You just enjoy what you're doing, right? Yes, sir. Okay. How about you, AJ? Uh, swimming, working out, uh, hanging out with friends. Really? Okay. Yeah. Just uh, something that don't take work, like in the classroom or on that football field. Bonte, how about you? Uh, I'll say uh, being around my girlfriend, or my mom, or my nephew, sisters. Yeah, yeah. Time with him. Yeah, now, now we're not going to kid anybody, folks. He means that's uh, probably 90% with his mom and 5%, yeah. I mean, with his girlfriend. 90% <laughs> oh, yeah. with that, that girlfriend, 5% with mom. Uh, that makes you a normal man. Well, that, that's good. Uh, how about you, Antonio? Uh, I like to just spend time with my family. Well, now, look, guys, I, I know that, that you're, y'all are all athletic and you're all smart guys. And uh, what kind of hobbies, uh, do you have any hobbies? Is there anything that you do, like you, you sing in the shower, or is there anything that, that would surprise us if you told us, well, I do this or I, I do that, uh, and it would surprise us? What would it be for you, Antonio? Um, I would say I like, I like to swim. Really? There's nothing wrong with that. The fish might like to swim with you too, you know. That's all right. Vontae, how about you? Uh, I really don't. You don't? You just just loosey-goosey all the time, right? After you take care of the books and take care of practice. How about you, AJ? Well, my team knows that I just I like to dance a lot. Do you? Okay. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, you get some relaxation and enjoyment and... And you work out, that dancing can be, you can work out, you can work hard on that dancing. How about you, Dave? I like to listen to music, lay back to listen to music all day. Do you? All right, well, um, a question I like to ask, and we'll start with you, David. When you look at that schedule, what team do you see that, that you look forward to, to competing against? Homewood. Homewood? Mm-hmm. They have a pretty good team, and you know if you play well against them that, that you're doing good, you know some players there? And so, yeah, so you look forward to playing those kind of guys. How about you, AJ? Everybody. Everybody? I don't take anybody Just, for granted. Yeah, the first up is going to be the first one to get it and on down the line, exactly. right? Vontae? I agree with AJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just uh, yeah, nobody in particular just next one up the right. enemy and yeah, as right. far as winning a football game. I don't know about you. I agree with AJ and Vontae. Well, I tell you what, guys, so far – yeah, you've got a perfect season. Y'all got Chelsea coming up this week. So, you know, and, and here's the thing about winning. It's a wonderful thing. But the thing about it is the more you win, the more people want to beat you. So you've got to prepare as you go along. You're going to be better this week. You want to be better next week and all that kind of thing. And I know with the coaches and staff that, that, that y'all have uh, to work under that that's exactly what will happen. Um, guys, one last question. Like I said, you're off to a, 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 a 3-0 start. There's no doubt in my mind, unless something happens and you've you, you got to go out and prove it, you're a playoff team. But you go after improved game after game to make that happen. But uh, – the, the last question I want to ask, and uh, we'll start with you, David. To this point in your life, who's been the most inspirational person or persons? I say my mom. Mom. Mom's always there for us. How about you, AJ? I have a couple of people. I have my, my mom, my stepdad, my grandparents, Coach V, and just my team. Well, good, good for you because it's important to have people in your corner. Vonta, how about you? I have many as well. Um, first, my mom, my brothers, dad, Coach V. My mentor, Chris Rogers. Well, I tell you what, guys, uh, so far it looks like all the people that have been helping y'all have done it in a positive way. How about you, Antonio? Uh, my mom and my dad and my grandparents. Okay. Well, now listen, right now you're 3-0. Uh, and I'd love to see y'all go 15-0. and And the only reason I'd like to see that is, is, is this. One, it'd be great for y'all, great for Coach. But we'd have y'all back up here and we'd celebrate a state championship. 
That's my challenge to you, okay? Yeah, and don't right. let it put no pressure on you. You know who's going to put pressure on you? See that guy sitting right over there. <laughs> but listen, guys, you're off to a great start. You look like you're a nice young man, and, and have, you have your life in focus. And, and what's important, you got laid out there, and you're working toward it. Good luck to you, all of your seniors. And as you head off to college next year, good luck to you. And down the road, maybe pro ball. Isn't that what we all dream about? Yeah. But uh, first things first, and that's this football season. It's been great Let's, thus far. Let's keep it going, okay? Yeah. And folks, well, listen, we've had two outstanding coaches, some outstanding athletes tonight. We'll do it again next week. You know what that, the snapper always says, till then, bye. <laughs> You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also visit us on our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe to our platforms. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a sponsor, please email us at castvshow321 at gmail.com. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive, and we're not gonna lose against their illness or their injury.